0: I'm a gun lover, a veteran, and a family man. I believe in the Second Amendment and responsible gun ownership. I'm Skip and this is Gunsmoke. Hey y'all, we're back. Sorry I had to run off the last time, but I had time with France so about uh, twenty-two minutes with uh Anchor FM, so I had to finish up and get out of the way so it would still go. Other than that, they won't let me publish it. Anyway, I got a got an email from a fellow named Goss. He lives up in New Jersey and he's asked me about the uh early model Colt ring lever rifles and uh I said I happen to know about that one. I just happen to have been reading up on it. And uh, see what I can do for you. Well, it seems that the Colt first model ring lever rifle and the second model ring lever rifle are two early cap lock revolving rifles that were produced by Patent Arms Manufacturing Company. That was between 1837 and 1841. The first model produced between 1837 and 1838 was the first firearm manufactured by Samuel Colt. It was developed shortly before the advent of the Colt Patterson revolver. Now, while we're on that subject, I was down at the range the other day, uh, a month ago rather. Sorry, not the other day. And this guy kept hammering at me about he just watched Outlaw Josie Wales and that Colt Patterson revolver. Well, hate to tell him, and I told him it was, and I told him it was a Colt Walker, 1847. Uh, he wouldn't do that, so finally, uh... I had to go down and show him pictures, and I says, "There's a difference there, buddy." And so anyway, he took it. Well, anyway, that was the first model, was to succeed the second model, produced in uh, 1838 and 1841. Uh, It featured minor variations in design and construction. Both models are uh, distinguished from later Colt revolving long arms by the presence of a small ring lever located in front of the trigger. This lever, when pulled, would index the cylinder to the next position and cock the internal hidden hammer. Although complicated in design and prone to failures, 50 first model rifles were ordered by the US Army for against the Seminole Warriors in the Second Seminole War. Now the first model ring lever rifle features a 32 inch octangular barrel with uh, a browned finish. The finishes of the other metal parts are all blue. The rifle featured a circular trigger guard which lies uh, behind a ring lever. The ring lever is used by the operator to both cock the internal hammer and rotate the cylinder as opposed to cocking an external hammer or late later single action revolvers. The first model was offered in uh, 34, 36, 38, 40, or 44 calibers with an 8-shot revolving cylinder, though 10-shot examples were produced in very limited numbers. The cylinder features a rolling engraving depicting a deer hunted by a centaur and a group of horsemen. And uh, that's a little trivia for you. Uh, The front and rear edges of the cylinder were originally squared off, though later improvements uh, yielded a rounded rear cylinder edge. These improvements also included, an addition to a cutout in the recoil shield, to enable capping and nipples, uh, without uh, tapping the nipples without disassembly, and the addition of a loading lever. The uh, rifles featured a walnut stock uh, with a crescent butt plate and a raised cheek uh, piece featuring an inlaid image of four horse heads. The first model distinguished by the presence of a top strap over the cylinder a feature which is absent in nearly all successive Colt revolvers until the development of the Colt single-action army. That was in 1873. Although the second model ring lever rifle is identical to the operation of the first model, minor difference in appearance are uh, apparent. Most notably, the second model lacks the top strap included in the first model, opting instead for an open-top design. The second model also lacks an inlaid image on the cheek piece, but includes an image of a house in the roll cylinder engraved uh, engraving not present in the first model. The second fashion to the first model improvements were made to the uh, second model during the production to include the addition of a loading lever, the rounding of the rear cylinder edge, and the addition of capping, an, uh, capping notch in the uh, recoil shield. The second model was only offered in 44 caliber, but was offered both 28-inch and 32-inch barrel lengths, though the 20-inch barrel length was less common. Everybody preferred a longer barrel back in those days. It was the first model. Eight-shot cylinders were standard. Only a small number of 10-shot cylinders were ever manufactured. Now, production of the first ring-lever rifle began in 1837 in the Patton Arms Company, like we said. That was in Patterson, New Jersey. The first model ring-lever rifle was Samuel Colt's first manufactured firearm. It was followed shortly thereafter in late 1837 with the introduction of the Colt Patterson pistol. The first model remained in production until 1838 with a total of 200 firearms manufactured, serial numbers 1 through 200. In 1838, the second model ring lever rifle began production until 1841 with a total of 500 manufactured rifles, serial numbers 1 through 500. Because only a small number of ring lever rifles were manufactured, they're considered rare finds among all Colt firearms, with the first model being the rarest firearm uh, produced under the Patent Arms Manufacturing Company. Although neither the first or the second ring lever rifles uh, saw widespread adoption by the military, uh, several were procured by the United States Army and the Texas Navy. Now, everybody I've never heard of the Texas Navy, but here's the story on that. The Texas Navy, officially the Navy of the Republic of Texas, also known as the Second Texas Navy, was a, was the naval warfare branch of the Texas military forces during the Republic of Texas. It descended from the Texian Navy, which was established in November of 1835 to fight for the independence of the Centralist Republic of Mexico in the Texas Revolution. The Texas Navy, Texas Army, and Texas Militia were officially established on September 5th, 1836, in the Article II of the Constitution of the Republic of Texas. The uh, Texas Navy and Texas Army were merged with the United States Armed Forces on February 19th, 1846, after the Republic of Texas became the 28th state in America. Now, everybody knows I come across the Texas Navy, I said, what the hell is that? But anyway, now we all know. Anyway, back to the gun. After an unfavorable review with the Army officials in 1837, which reported that Colt's first model ring-lever rifle was prone to failure and too complicated for combat service, a second review was conducted on March 1838. The request of Lieutenant Colonel William S. Harney of the 2nd Dragoon Regiment, Colt traveled to Florida with 100 ring-level rifles for the review. During the trial, the officers of the Second Turkens revo- re- re- reported favorably on Colt's rifles and they were conducted and conducted several experiments that demonstrated that the first model ring lever rifle was equal or superior to conventional arms in accuracy, penetration, rapidity of fire, resistance to weather, and safety. The experiments found that the ring lever rifle could fire off sixteen shots in thirty-one seconds with the ability to load and fire an eight-shot cylinder in 48 seconds. This board of officers advocated equipping selected trained men in each company with Colt's rifle, fearing that universal employment may cause damage to the guns because of their delicate construction. As the board was conducting its experiments, several friendly Indians gathered to watch and describe Colt's rifle as great medicine. With the success of the test, Army Major uh, General Thomas Jessup agreed to outfit a section of the Second Dragoons with 51st Model rifles, using to, for use during the Second Seminole War. The purchase gave Colt a total of $6,250, or $125 bucks per rifle. The ability of uh, multiple shots offered by Colt's rifle was seen as an advantage against the Seminole warriors who learned the vulnerability of troops who already had fired the conventional single-shot military arms of the day. Reports of use in combat illustrated the delicate and complicated construction of the rifles, which easily put them out of service. Although the guns were not perfect and prone to defect, the Use of the new weapons against the Seminoles yielded significant gains. In 1839, nearly a year after acquiring the 51st model rifles, Colonel Harney remarked uh, that all but two were in good working order. Later in July 1839, however, a surprise Seminole attack led to the loss of 30 ring lever r- rifles, though 14 were eventually recovered. In spite of the rifle's reliability problems, support for Colt's rifles was garnered from field officers, especially from Lieutenant Colonel Harney. Harney commented on Colt's lever-action rifle favorably, stating, "I honestly believe that, uh, believe that, but for these arms, the Indians would have now be luxurating in the Everglades of Florida." Colt capitalized on Harney's testimony to produce a report featuring the endorsement of various statistics about the ring lever rifles. Endorsement for Colt's ring lever rifles came from other sources as well, including Sergeant P.W. Henry of Harney's Second Dragoons, who drilled soldiers in the use of the revolving rifles. Henry claimed that when uh, passing through the Indian country, I always felt myself safer with one of your rifles in my hands, and if I was attended by a body of 10 or 15 men armed with a common musket or carbine. In spite of the personal endorsements Colt gathered, he received no more contracts for the ring-level rifles from the U.S. Army. In 1839, however, after difficulty in selling arms to state governments, 100 uh, ring-level rifles were ordered by the Texas Navy. Aside from military use, Florida presented another market for Colt's spring lever rifles in 1840 in a letter from Charles Downing, delegate to Congress from the Florida Territory uh, to Waddy Thompson, chairman of the US House of Representatives Committee on Military Affairs, Downing requested a procurement of 500 Colt ring lever rifles for distribution to frontier settlers in the in Florida's territory never. Get over that. The territory of Florida. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, Downing recognized the advantage of Colt's 10-shot rifles and desired to uh, arm the settlers with these rifles in order that they may effectively defend themselves and their families against attacks by the Seminoles. In his letter, Downing states that no man in Florida is safe in his own house and that the military protection of the U.S. Army was ineffective. In Downing's opinion, Colt's ring lever rifles were the solution, as they were superior to 20 ordinary rifles with an extra 10-shot cylinder. The superior to 10 armed men armed with conventional weapons, the man says. Hmm. The price was given for uh, 500 rifles was between $40 and $45 each, or a total number of twenty around 20 grand. It's clear that Downing refers to Colt's ring lever rifles as these were Colt's only models featuring 10-shot cylinders. And it's most likely that these rifles would be uh, be second model rifles as the letter's 1840 date was within production range of the second model. And Downing refers to the rifles as improved. Although such, as, uh, although such a transaction would represent significant business for Colt, it appears that the House of Representatives took no action on his proposal as documents do not mention the purchase of this magnitude by the U.S. government. Although the government sales were poor with Colt's ring lever rifles, Colt had more success with his model 1839 carbine. This model produced more uh, from 1838 to 1841, lacked the ring lever feature, and a uh, more familiar external hammer. Approximately 950 Model 1839 carbines were manufactured, of which 180 were purchased by the Texas Navy, and 360 were purchased by the U.S. Navy. Still, sales were weaker than expected, leading to the closing of the Patent Arms Company in 1842. Samuel Colt would not produce firearms again until collaboration with Samuel Walker, Resulted in the production of the Colt Walker around 1847. And that was that. And so that's what we found out about the Colt ring lever rifles. So, anyway, we got t shirts available. You can contact us at uh, gunsmoke at g-u-n-s-m-smoke at uh, yahoo.com, all lowercase. And we'll be happy to deal with you. Got any bitches, gripes, or complaints? Shoot us an email. And we'll see what we can do to fix it for you. If you guys want to hear about something, let me know, and we'll get back to you. So until next time, y'all take care. We'll see you soon. One dark and windy day